That's the spooky avu. Power of love. Sing it again. Don't need spooky. Don't need ooh. Now I can't. Don't need no ooh spooky on this ooh. The look on your face is terrifying. Am I angry? Spooky. Yeah, yeah. It's because I'm trying to do the like little growly thing, and so I have to be a bit angry to do the growl, like a like I'm yelling at a dog. I don't think that sounded like the power of love. No, that's a. Power of love. Yeah, that's more. That's, that's, that's like the spooky yabu. It was too low. It was, was it really threw me That's up. a spooky yabu. That's how I did it. What's I another? Think. Is that a Huey Lewis in the news song? Yeah. What's another Huey Lewis in the news song? Um, um they got that. What about the ooey sports? spooky in the ooze? <laughs> yeah, spooky in the. Yeah. <laughs> what spooky. are some other? So- I used to listen to that album called Sports a bit, but I can't remember any other songs off it. Uh, the the heart of rock and roll. Hip to be square. It's hip the to be square. It's the hip to be square. Are they all the same song? <laughs> they're they're pretty. They really found a sound and just lent into it for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, my name's uh, oh, um, yeah. Huey Knox. This is Huey Jones and Huey Muller. Yep. We bring the news. What about Huey Luca? Huey, Huey Lucas. Luca, Luca Lewis. What about Luca Muller? Yeah, yeah, yeah that good. What about Peter Jones? Nah, a little bland. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Adam Knox. Now that's actually a pretty good name. <laughs> but it's the second part saves it. Uh, hopefully, the case with this podcast too, called Ooh Spooky, where we go through every single week, read out of a book called Mysteries of the Unexplained that contains spooky stories, uh, five of which we try to wrap our little brains around every mm-hmm. uh, every time we do this podcast. And it's important to remember that this book comes from the year 1982. Yep. No reason for me to mention that. For this particular episode, Ugh. certainly not for this first story. Oh cool. boy! Oh. I mean, certainly not for this first story. Oh. What, what, I think it's what the word do you reckon story. this is going to be? That's in there. Mm. It's not. It's not in this story. It's later on in the episode. Okay. But you've got to remember, 1982. This book was written. Right. So don't cancel me. <laughs> cancel cancel the Reader's 80s. Digest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that do you guys want to guess what word it's going to be? What's it start Let's with? Let's do it letter by letter. I'll go first. N. <laughs> o. <laughs> well, you're both ours. So, during... Is that a way to get around? Just say whatever you want. You just... You just so, first oh, letter. wrong is spelt with a W. You're both Ws. <laughs> you're both wrong. Ah, now's a perfect time to say it, though. To call you... Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> Uh, okay, so this is from the chapter Monsters and More. Uh-huh. During a salmon run in the Nooksack River. <laughs> a salmon run in the Nutsack River. <laughs> wow. We got to get to Lake Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Near Marietta, Washington, in mid September 1967, several local anglers reported Sasquatch sightings. Early one morning, Harold James was going upriver. About 15 feet from shore when he became very, became aware of a strong, wet animal odour that was vaguely familiar <laughs> <laughs> from the day he spent not having yeah. a shower. <laughs> he had shat himself once again. Looking across a bog, <laughs> he, saw some- <laughs> he saw something sitting on a stump and when it rose and walked away, he saw that it was a dark creature twice the size of a man. Damn. That afternoon, a married couple who were also fishing saw a creature standing in the river about 200 yards away, up to its knees in water. It stood about eight feet tall and was slightly stooped. Its body was black, its face flat, and it had no neck. As the couple watched, the creature bent down and submerged. Tracks found on a sandbar showed a... (laughs) 
<laughs> he just got in the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he's looking at him and then he's just like... Uh, Tracks found on a sandbar showed a five-toed foot, 13 and a half inches long, and a stride measuring 45 inches. Now, what the fuck is 45 inches? That's Uh, something I can understand. Okay, well, let me unzip my pants. (laughs) (laughs) So that's one inch. (laughs) (laughs) 45 inches in centimetres? Is that what you're after? Sure. 114.3. That's not much. That's just over a meter. Yeah, a meter and a bit. Yeah, for this stride, your stride would be like 12 inches. Not if I fucking do it real big. Yeah. That actually is pretty small. Yeah. This couch... Because you step out a meter... This couch is two meters. Well, he's only eight foot. It's half a couch. Yeah, he's not that much bigger than... He's a like, person, a, eh? like a tall... This sounds like, like a person too. This sounds like a swimmer. And 13-inch feet, that's not huge. Yeah, but he's got five toes. This dude... Oh, wait, that's regular feet. The first dude who said <laughs> I, When he, you said that, I did... I was like, how many toes have I got? <laughs> the first, Ten. What? <laughs> <laughs> first dude who said he saw him sitting on a stool, that married couple came up to him later on and was like, oh, we saw someone in the lake. He was like, oh... Trying to think like Pretend it wasn't you Pretend it wasn't you <laughs> Yeah 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 I saw a weird thing earlier too Yeah, yeah I wasn't okay, just swimming yeah, yeah. around In the lake going blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I wasn't well, naked wait, in the lake a third person oh, yeah. Drifting his gill net Down a channel one night Johnny Green <laughs> What were you? Oh, I was just drifting my gill net Down the channel <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing? I'm just drifting my gill net Down a channel He keeps raising his eyebrows <laughs> What do you mean? Yeah nothing <laughs> Just, just uh, drifting my gill net Visiting uh, Lake Nutsack or whatever it was called. <laughs> you know, I just got my... For a semen run. <laughs> just got my gill net out and I was drifting it down a channel. Johnny Green discovered that it was disappearing over the edge of his boat. The gill net. I assume so. The powerful spotlight Green wore on his head... <laughs> At all times. <laughs> Much to the Please, annoyance honey, of Please, honey, take it baby. off while we're sleeping. <laughs> no, 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 you never no. know where you're going to see a Sasquatch. <laughs> Now, uh, do you want to drift my gill net or not? Or are we going to sleep? <laughs> the powerful spotlight. This is this would have been terrifying. Uh, the powerful spotlight. Green war and his head played on a big hairy beast standing in the water, pull, oh. pulling at the net. Oh no! Jeez yeah, Louise, yeah, yeah. that is scary. It was pulling at the net. Uh, Green shouted to his friends, uh, Reynold James and Randy Kinley. Where are they in the boat? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> They're not the anywhere nearby. Bad geography in this story. It's just like when someone's scared, they yell mummy. He just trusts his friends a lot. He's like, Steve Randall! <laughs> Randall James and Randy Kenley. <laughs> uh, they came down and shone more lights onto the creature. They must also be on the boat. Yeah, sure. Must be a big, a boat. big boat. I was picturing a small boat. Yeah, but it's going to be pretty if you, big. If someone's drifting a little bit. Well, picture the, nu- the nu- nooksack. How big is your nuts? <laughs> yeah. It's quite a big okay. river. So it's a larger river than the penis. Who <laughs> 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 came to, It let go of the net and lumbered away to the shore. How about that? Damn. How about that guy? Jeez. A lumberer. That's scary. Yeah, that's spooky. Yes. I reckon they're probably out there. Have we talked about this? Sasquatches, yeah, for I sure. I think, didn't we come to the conclusion that we all believe in Sasquatches? Yeah, some, some sort of undiscovered primate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That probably doesn't exist anymore. I bet they're extinct now. Maybe. No, and there's just such deep... The bush is deep as, you know. We haven't heard about them in a lot of years, though. I can't remember last time someone uh, said, Hey, I've seen one. I reckon... I don't think that's true. I think it'd be all over the internet if someone saw one. I think like, there are. There's I reckon it is, but you just it comes up and you just write it off as like, ah, oh, well. Maybe. Knows. But if, if, if someone had seen one in the last 10 years, there'd be a photo. Because hmm. they'd have had a phone with them. 
Um, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but maybe I, there is, and you're just we're not, not a part of that world. Because there were all these sightings in the '60s and the '70s and stuff. That I reckon that was the last of them. They went extinct. Maybe they are extinct. Yeah, mm. and they've yeah. been extinct for 30, 40 years. There's all those. There's like TV shows and stuff where they're hunting for them. They yeah. never get them. Um, no. Adam, if they found one, would you have sex with it to continue on the race? Uh, is the noise I make as I came <laughs> straight away inside that Bigfoot? <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't be fucking the big... Well, it depends what gender of Bigfoot, I guess. Well, you'd be fucking the Bigfoot. I'm not going... Oh, yeah. Neither way is going to make more big feet. Yeah, okay. <laughs> For some reason, I was, I've always thought of big feet as male. So, no. I was imagining fucking male Well, the, the Bigfoot big from feet. the how video that, is a how woman. Could that be, how could that be? That's why they're extinct. <laughs> how can it be now? <laughs> There's another Huey Lewis song. But you know the famous Bigfoot uh, video yeah. is a woman. Is it? Yeah, we've established that in a previous episode. Yeah, right. Because um, she got them big, big, uh, big <laughs> footies. <laughs> <laughs> so this next story is from the section of the unquiet big, sky. Big yum yums. <laughs> big naturals. She's got them sasquatches. <laughs> Very natural. <laughs> <laughs> the Centaurus incident of 1954 is one of the best examples of a fairly typical kind of UFO sighting. It occurred over Labrador. All right, next story. (laughs) And we're done. Uh, It's every story until there's a funny word. Yeah. Uh, There's one coming up, you said. Uh, I I didn't say, I'm just reminding that 1982 this was written. The observations were made by Captain James Howard and his crew aboard a Boax Centaurus, a Boeing Stratocruiser, on its way to London. Is that a photo of the plane? No. Um, Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> There's a big photo of a plane at the bottom of the page. Yeah, that's the one. That's a good looking plane. Yeah, it's yeah. A ho- that's a. They don't, a don't see those very much these days, do you? The, with the like a big plane with propellers. Nah, no, like no. those well, big. Must be outdated. Those yeah. military ones, like those Hercules ones or whatever. I feel like you see. Yeah, sometimes. like my favorite plane, the Enola Gay. <laughs> <laughs> It was making its way. It's 1954. That's why this has got the big propeller things. Uh, it was making its way from to London from uh, uh, the Kennedy Airport, New York, at 9:05 p.m. Labrador time, <laughs> <laughs> which is seven minutes to every. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Labrador time. The captain and his co-pilot, first officer Lee Boyd. Where Labrador? Uh, Labrador. Kennedy Airport. It's going to be near New York, right? Is that where JFK well, Airport? Is? Airport. An Jay, is- yeah, Kennedy Airport, New York. This was before before it was called Kennedy Airport. Oh, uh, is there a Kennedy Airport in Texas? No, 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 no. You think JFK right. is Kennedy in New York, but it was called Idlewild Airport in 1954 because... Jack uh, Kennedy wasn't around yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I He's mean, he was around. Uh, but he, was he, wasn't, he wasn't the... the They're not the naming airports he after him. No, exactly. <laughs> it's in Canada. So oh, yeah. oh. If you draw a line... Yeah, it makes it. If you draw a line from sort of New Europe York to New York, it's yeah. sort of along there. Okay, yeah, a cool looking flag. Labrador? Yeah. Is it a, what is it? <laughs> it's completely in black and white. White on top, and then like black and maroon white. in the middle, and then blue on the bottom, but with like a little. I think it's probably like a tree or something, but it looks like an aeroplane. White on top, that's, and then oh, green. Yeah, that's really cool. is it, oh, that's green, is it? Yeah. I'm colorblind as hell. <laughs> and good coat of arms, too. Anyway. <laughs> What's their coat of arms? As a dog licking its own balls. <laughs> the object. Like it's a couple of a uh, couple of deers or mooses. Deers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's colorblind where you can't tell the difference between a moose and a deer. And an owl, and it's just got nice colors and stuff. So it's oh, got, that like, is a little nice. Mountain sort of. Uh, yeah. 
little oh, portrait yeah, in nice. the middle. It's like their mooses try and fuck that, still life. fuck that craze. They're both trying to lick that fucking owl. <laughs> <laughs> so, 9.05 p.m. Yeah. Labrador time. Yeah. Uh, first officer Lee Boyd sighted UFOs. They observed that there was one big lighted object with six smaller ones in attendance. The objects about five miles away were flying parallel to the Centaurus. These UFOs stayed with the Centaurus for 18 minutes and a distance of 80 miles. The big object would change its shape or perhaps only appear to do so because of an altered angle of flight. And at that time, the smaller UFOs rearranged themselves around it. Okay. After a few minutes of these startling observations, Captain Howard contacted flight personnel at Goose Bay. <laughs> honk honk <laughs> Everything's just named after an animal in Canada <laughs> They replied that a fighter pilot was being sent up to investigate By now the UFO Yeah we've got somebody coming around Yeah what's going on up here <laughs> By now the big UFO had changed its original inverted pear shape To that of a flying arrow And then to what looked like a giant telephone receiver The size of an ocean liner by this time, all eight members of the crew and 14 of the passengers who were awake were observing the phenomenon when the smaller UFO... Wake the other ones up, I reckon. They might want to see this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, what happened overnight? Oh, we saw UFOs. <laughs> oh, did I miss... Uh, did I miss... Oh, I'm meal? glad I slept through that. <laughs> I'll be fresh for London. <laughs> uh, by the time this time, all eight members of the crew and 14 of the passengers who were awake uh, observing the phenomenon when the smaller UFOs started to disappear. George Allen, the navigating officer who had been watching closely the entire time, later reported that it looked to me as though they went inside the big one. Finally, the big object departed at tremendous speed. Mm-hmm. Captain Howard told the arriving jet interceptor about the gradual disappearance of the UFO fleet and its accompanying base ship. The captain later wrote in the December 11th, 1954 issue of Everybody's Weekly... <laughs> <laughs> Magazine for bullies. <laughs> <laughs> I also like that it's just like it's just like oh we've got Women's Weekly. Yeah, <laughs> where's <laughs> our weekly? <laughs> Women's International Men's Weekly. <laughs> oh yeah, what about everybody's weekly? There's no rational explanation except on the <laughs> on the face. The, the, <laughs> the magazine was originally called Black Lives Weekly. <laughs> but then some yeah. people were like, yeah, uh, yeah everybody's oh, weekly. Yeah. There's no rational explanation except on the basis of spaceships and flying saucers. When is one of these guys going to say a slur to the aliens? <laughs> <laughs> What's this word coming up, Pete? Uh, maybe it's not this story. <laughs> on that basis, it must have been some weird form of spaceship from another word. Sorry. World. World. <laughs> he remained convinced that he saw that what he saw were solid objects, maneuverable and controlled intelligently, a sort of base ship linked somehow with those smaller attendant satellites. Like a captain. Yeah. Surrounded by staff, is what he said. <laughs> Interesting. Now get in line. Uh, the more that drones have become good over the last few years, mm-hmm. the more I'm convinced that every UFO was just old prototypes of drones. Really? They're very quick and they move very fast and well. It feels like that's quite a slow technological development for drones. For public consumption, they've gone quickly. (laughs) Well, I think it's aliens. (laughs) We, I I think it's aliens as well. Did we talk about the Tom DeLonge shit on that one that we lost? Uh, I can't remember if we talked about Tom DeLonge. Do you remember how... We talked about him on Josh Earl's podcast. Yeah, right. Maybe I talked about him on something else. Anyway, Tom DeLonge spent thousands of dollars on a... UFO and he like got some video. real shit, didn't he? Yeah, it's yeah. it's real, and the it Air Force to, was mad about it. Yeah, 
But is that yeah? That's the thing. Is it actual? Is it a alien or is it just some yeah secret air force shit? That or was it angels and airwaves? We can never be sure. <laughs> nice. What it was. Um, did you know that Blink One Eight Two has two singers? <laughs> 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 this next story. <laughs> Fucking big fan of that. (laughs) (laughs) This next story is from the section Unearthly. You hate that joke, don't you? It's a bad joke. It's just (laughs) describing. There's a joke. Look it up. It's so funny. It's the best. Whitmer Thomas about Blink-182. And a a line in it is he goes, but (laughs) Blink-182 has two singers. (laughs) And it's been a debate for years now between us three boys. Me and Pete love it. Knox hates it. This guy describes what the song is. Yeah. An innately funny song that was already funny and everybody thought so. No, I disagree with that. And he doesn't point out anything about it that many people have. I reckon if you g- jump on the internet, there are Whitmer Thomas. He's a, a the com- comedy up up late. There's one of his. Yeah, he does the joke on there. Watch that joke, then leave us a review um, and tell us what you think. Give us five stars. But comment tell us exactly on the video. So, who spooky sent me here? <laughs> sure. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, keep commenting on the video. Ooh, spooky sent me. <laughs> and then he can listen to this and then hear that I don't think that that's a good joke. I well, think it's so funny. I think it's the best Even joke. Even if it is, it's in, as you say, an inherently funny song that lots of people already think is funny. And then Isn't he just that describes sort of what it. comedy is? Is you're just uh, no, it should be uncovering some... something that already people think is funny? Uncovering. That's the word there. But it's got to be a UFO. If you were just going like, up. I saw a plane. Everyone would be like, that's boring. It's just a plane. People we love observational comedy. Yeah. And I love that joke. That joke's but one of my favorite comedy jokes. comedy isn't just saying what everyone already thinks. It's saying something a bit differently and that everyone's like, oh, I guess, yeah. yeah. that's that. Nah. Nah, 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 nah. And then he does the yeah, act but out. But did so you know funny. the Blink-182 had two singers? Two singers? <laughs> yeah. If you've what already about where he goes, spiders, <laughs> which the song already does. No, that's good. No. That's funny. That's the funniest. No. I love that joke. Name no. one of your jokes that's better than that joke. I'm not saying I have one that's better. All of mine are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is what tears us all apart. <laughs> mine are uh, terrible, but that was worse. No, that joke's great. It's not a joke. It's a great Do joke. Do you also hate the local Melbourne comedian's joke about um, Mrs. Doubtfire? Oh, I can't remember it that well. Because another friend of ours has the same issue with that. Where he's like, "It's the joke's so funny. But he's like, fuck that joke. It's, it's already a silly movie. You can't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, right. If you're like describing an already stupid situation. <laughs> yeah, I kind of tend to agree with that. If something is already knows that it's... Stu- oh, but the Blink-182 song doesn't know that it's stupid, but it is stupid. Yeah, that's but it's j- so obviously stupid. Nah. It's so obvious that <laughs> nah. it's stupid. I think it's that great. that joke is invalid. I think it's still funny. Nah. I don't think I'm not saying it's the the song's not definitely silly. Uh, but it's still, but it's I, so I have funny. a great time with that joke. You know what's dumb? Ah, that Trump guy's a bit weird. I mean, is that funny? <laughs> I mean, not the way that you Trump said guy's it. Trump guy's got stupid uh, <laughs> yeah, small hands. Be. What if you were like <laughs> thinking Donald Trump has? Two hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about if Donald, if, if Donald Trump sounded like Tom DeLonge singing "I Miss You"? <laughs> okay, I'm on board with that one. That one I like. <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> 
Oh, fuck. Anyway, yeah. go watch that video and say who Spooky sent me here. Yeah, yeah, that's real good. funny. And send us a, a Lock screenshot it when spiders. you do it. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to encourage some fucking uh, social engagement. Yeah, you love so it. It really does help us. We need people to go like our socials and follow us and send us uh, some photos and stuff. Yeah. Uh, this next story is from Unearthly Fates. Uh, the 47-year-old Tsar Alexander I of Russia died. Here it comes. Is this where the word's going to be? You don't know. Uh, who, who would know? Why would I put it so early in the show? People got to get people to stick around, you know? Sure. Tease them out. You don't reveal who the masked singer is straight away. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tsar Nicholas II. Imagine that if it was like, it's that Alexandria woman or whatever her name was. The Tsarina who they could never find. Mm. The one with the pet bat. Anastasia. Ooh, Anastasia. Yeah. Mm. Um, so 47 year old Tsar Alexander I of Russia died on November, 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 November. The masked singer is Madeline McCann. Uh, that would be good if they just start doing it. And it's just people they will regret cheering for. <laughs> it's John Burke. <laughs> oh, shit. No. Oh, damn it. I should have guessed when they dressed him up as the Groper. <laughs> uh, he oh, I played mini golf the other day. Yeah, yeah. We went With to this. The mask Singer. Yeah, yeah. We went to this mini golf place. Whereabouts? Uh, in um, South Bank. Like yep, in a shopping okay. center, All right? Uh, and so it was. It was <laughs> called like, like the idea of you just playing golf in a west. <laughs> yeah, well, these obstacles are crazy. The cops are really hard to get past, but um. So they had it was all like uh, different sort of sections, and one of them was like Australiana themed, mm-hmm. and they had like a guy shitting in a dunny, out, uh, an outhouse thing, and you had to hit it through his legs and all that sort of stuff. And they had a wall with a bunch of like famous Australians. So there was like Kylie Minogue was there, uh, Shane Warne was on there, and then there was one in the middle who had his face <laughs> scratched out by somebody. <laughs> it, it almost like they tried to rub the paint off, uh. and he was underneath still visibly holding a wobble board. <laughs> Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, fuck John Burke <laughs> Yeah Yeah okay. Old wobbly himself So when news of Tsar uh, Alexander I's death Reached the capital A handful of St. Petersburg troops Rebelled against the succession Of his brother Nicholas The uprising was quickly put down But the Decemberists As the troops were called Ah uh, It's a band Yeah Yeah Became heroes to Russian liberals During the harsh reign of Tsar Nicholas uh, by releasing 11-minute-long songs about a mariner. <laughs> Perhaps because Nicholas's power was questioned at the very beginning of his reign, rumours soon spread that Alexander had not died at all, but had secretly abdicated in order to take up the life of a holy hermit. Damn. <laughs> the successive family, uh, Premier Mumford and his sons. <laughs> another <Yeah>. band. <laughs> yeah, another band. Blink-182 has two singers. Is it funny now? <laughs> Is it still funny? <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing. <laughs> really made me laugh. <laughs> a man named Fedor Kuzmik appeared in Tomsk, far to the east, and local residents whispered that Alexander Romanov was living among them. <laughs> a guy named Fedor. Like, that guy over there, the Fedor guy. I think that's uh, oh, that's the king. <laughs> Do you know how apparently you say that name? Fyodor. 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 Yeah. What? F E D O R. Yeah. Fyodor. 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 On his deathbed in 1864, the hermit Kuzmik told them. God knows my real name. Jeez. Probably got a lot of free dinners from that thing, pretending (laughs) that he was the king. A lifetime of people going like, is it Fyodor? (laughs) Fedor. God knows my real name. (laughs) Oh, like, God knows my real name. God knows my real name. (laughs) 
The following that was year, the original name for the masked singer. God knows my real name. <laughs> the following year, when Alexander II attempted to quell the rumors by having his uncle's casket opened, many said that it proved to be empty. What a great way to try! Like, <laughs> I like, I opened it <laughs> and see he's there, up. and they're like, oh, I don't think anyone was in there. It was like <laughs> bluff that they called him, but he's like, oh, fine, I'll open it if you want. Do you want me to open a dead man's coffin? Like, yeah, actually, <laughs> the tomb. Oh, just gonna open it real quick and then shut it again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want the germs getting out. The tomb was opened again in 1926 and the whole audience roared, take it off. (laughs) (laughs) And they found that it was empty. Oh, no. The Masked Singer never revealed. (laughs) Empty. Rob Millsy Mills was in that coffin. Well, that sure does sound believable. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, certainly. That fucking would happen heaps, I reckon. I reckon a bunch of, same as the bunch of the Nazis went to South America, Mm. lived out the rest of their lives there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from the section in the realm of miracles. Mm-hmm. In the summer of 1923, it's got to be this one. Is this the last one? Nope. Oh, damn it! <laughs> in the summer of 1923, the portrait of a well-known Oxford cleric, Dean Henry Little, became visible on the plaster wall of Christ Church Cathedral, Oxford. When someone hung it up, uh... <laughs> close by a tablet that had been erected to his memory, the cleric had died in 1898. Three years later, on September 11. 1926, Uh, TPs and Castles Weekly of London described the portrait as a faithful and unmistakable likeness and noted, one does not need to call in play any imaginative faculty to reconstruct the head. It is set perfectly straight upon the wall as it might have been drawn by the hand of a master artist. Yet it is not etched, neither is it sketched, not sculpted, but it is there, (laughs) plain for all eyes to see. This journalist was Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in 1931, the Dean's face was still beautifully clear, according to Mrs. Hewitt McKenzie, president of the British College of Psychic Science. That's the power of proactive, she said. His face, beautifully, <laughs> beautifully clear. clear. But the following year, a new altar built across the wall completely concealed it. Whether the portrait still remains is unknown. <laughs> I like that they just like, hey, man, that, that thing's pretty fucking crazy. We're going to cover that up. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a lot of visitors to come check out that amazing portrait that we have. You know what we're going to do? Yeah, we built an altar <laughs> in front of it. <laughs> when was when did when did when was their photos? Like eighteen uh, hundreds, yeah. like mid to late. I think they yeah, started yeah. being pretty expensive because you have photos of like gold rush towns and yeah. stuff. But so around then, because what I'm getting at is like. People probably didn't really know what that guy looked like. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> it's not like today you can you could go on Facebook and get his profile photo and hold it next to the thing. That, it fucking looks just like him. It, yeah, 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 looks, yeah, yeah. That looks like a guy. I kinda. think that's how. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that looks like he looks died. Like a dude. What thirty years ago? I think that's how I remember yeah, him looking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good point. Yeah, I hope it was a mirror next to a portrait of him, yeah. <laughs> like a portrait across the room. It's like that looks fuck. That looks <laughs> like him because I won't recognize someone if I haven't seen him for two weeks and they got a haircut. Yeah, yeah. let alone <laughs> if there's like a stain on a wall. I'm like fuck it out. What's that? <laughs> that's that's I'm getting a haircut thing. after this. Oh really? Oh, sick. Yeah. I'm gonna get some one. other guy's getting a haircut. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> some other guy. <laughs> as soon as you get a haircut, whoa, well, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm mean, like, walking around going like I make heaps of new friends all the time. <laughs> All right, final story. Here we go. He's <laughs> <laughs> got real glint in his eye. You got to say it. You got to read it out perfectly. This is a record of this book. It's archival. I have to read it out? Yeah. I have to say it. Depends. It. How bad is it? Uh, it's from beyond the walls of time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you could say that in, in, a, in a lot of ways. Can't say that, Pete. It's from beyond the walls of time. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Nixon. 
<laughs> Robert Nixon. Yes. A rural visionary. Rural, is he? <laughs> who, by reputation, yes. was held to be mentally uh, R worded. <laughs> right. He was born retarded. That was what the word was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I didn't That's not even. This book could have been written in like 2011. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this book could have been it written on Facebook in 2011. <laughs> Um, who by reputation was held to be mentally retarded yes. Was born around 1467 on a farm in the county of Cheshire, England I like that it says It wasn't like medically It was just like by reputation People just, <laughs> people just called him that eh? We didn't check but like, yeah, probably. It was 1467 It was a different time for the next 500 and plus years Also heard Pin dick <laughs> <laughs> He began his working life as a ploughboy, being too stupid by all appearances to do anything else. He was mostly a silent youth, though sometimes given to strange, incomprehensible babblings that were taken as a sign of his limited mentality. I'm the scan. That's my impression of him. You've got to hear my impression of him. No? Not bad. Uh, one day, however, while he was ploughing a field, he paused in his work, looked around him in a strange way, and exclaimed, Now, Dick! Now, Harry! Oh, well done, Dick! Oh, well done, Harry! Harry has gained the day! This outcry, uh, more cogent than most, was still un- incomprehensible. Puzzled Robert's fellow workers, and the next day, everything was made clear. At the very moment of Robert's strange seizure, King Richard III had been killed at Bosworth Field, and the victor of that decisive battle, Henry Tudor, was now proclaimed Henry VII of England. Right, Dick and Harry. Ooh. Dick and Harry. Before long, news of the bucolic seer. <laughs> the fact that they've heard that news and retroactively remembered him in a field going, I got a hairy dick. <laughs> 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 Don't remember exactly what he said But I think it was <laughs> You're not going to believe it We were put down our blouse And we were like Fuck Wow Okay <laughs> But he said something about like going Touch my hairy dick one day <laughs> <laughs> Now dick Now hairy yeah. <laughs> Ill done dick Well done hairy <laughs> Uh Bucolic seer reached the new king, who was much intrigued and wanted. What sort of seer? Bucolic. What was that? No. Nice. Spell it. Sick. I uh, like bubonic, but bucolic is no, it like a it different means, type of. Is it B U C O L I C? Sure is. Relating to pleasant aspects of the countryside and country life. Oh, That's bucolic. Nice. Not what I would have guessed. Bucolic sounds seer. like a disgusting word. Yeah, it yeah, sounds. Yeah. yeah. Reached the new king, who was much intrigued and wanted to meet him. An envoy was sent from London to escort Nixon back to the palace. Even before the envoy left the court, Robert knew he was coming and was thrown into a fit of great distress, running about the town of Over and crying out that Henry had sent for him and he would be clammed, starved to death. Oh. Oh, man, I'm getting clammed on the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) In the meantime, Henry had decided on a method of testing the young prophet. And when Nixon was shown into his... This is brutal that they were just like, man, get this to the king. (laughs) There's some kid in a field just yelling out about you. He's like, really? Bring him here! (laughs) Um, When Nixon was shown into his presence, the king appeared to be greatly troubled. 
He had lost a valuable diamond, he explained. Could Nixon help him locate it? Nixon calmly replied in the words of a proverb that those who hide can find. Henry had, of course, hidden the diamond and was so impressed by the Plowboy's answer that he ordered a record to be made of everything the lads said. (laughs) (laughs) People coming up to be like, I'm not quite sure how to spell (laughs) some of the... (laughs) Somebody write down all of this and then... Give this to me as a Christmas present. This is a laugh. <laughs> the original memes. It's like, let's, let's get some of this, these things. These draw, things. A, draw a little picture of like a, like a little puppet and he's looking at you at first and then he looks sideways. <laughs> yeah. Draw a picture of that underneath what he says. What he said, duly interpreted, forecast the English civil wars, the death and abdic- abdication of kings and war with France. He also forecast that the town of Nantwich in Cheshire would be swept away by a flood. Though this has not yet happened. (laughs) Again, I think all of this, like, it happened around lunchtime. Someone gave him a bit too much tomato in a sandwich. He goes, wet damn witch. (laughs) And then they're like, oh, God, that town got flooded. (laughs) What did he say about the sandwich? Wet nandwich. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did he say that? (laughs) Well, he would have yelled it. Yeah, yeah, probably. He was proclaiming. Yeah, 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 you're right. But the prophecy that most concerned Nixon was the most improbable of all, that he would starve to death in the royal palace. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about this guy is he's got too many chromosomes. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's going to get straight up clammed. <laughs> to lay those fears, Henry ordered that Nixon should be given all the food he wanted, whenever he wanted, an order that did not endear the strange young man to the royal kitchen. It's <laughs> hmm. so funny. <laughs> it's just like give that guy anything he asks for. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. We'll get you a chocolate duck. Um, whose staff, in any case, envied his privileges. Mm. One day, however, the king left London, leaving Robert in the care of one of his officers to protect his charge from the malice of the palace domestics. That's so funny that they hated this guy yeah. so much because he would have been ordering all the food. Just mishearing shit. <laughs> he can't tell the future. The officer thought- thoughtfully locked him safely in the king's own closet. The officer was then called away from London on urgent business and forgot to leave the key or instructions for Robert's release. By the time he returned... That's fucking dumb. <laughs> like, that is a crazy level of oversight <laughs> that he has locked someone in a cupboard and forgotten. <laughs> that is really, really bad. Especially, it's like, oh, man. Oh, man, that, that poor kid. He's always like... I know he's like he's like a prophet and the king loves him and he can eat whatever he wants, but like he keeps getting picked on. I know what'll help. Yeah. I'm going to lock him in that cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> London, I'm off. <laughs> Should I write it down or... Nah, I'll remember. <laughs> I'll remember. Should I just shut the cupboard? I'll lock the cupboard. Nah, nah, I'll lock, I'll lock cupboard. it. I'll remember because I'll 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 throw the key away. And when I look for the key, I'll remember. Should yeah, I just yeah. stand in front of the cupboard? No, no. I'll nah. lock the cupboard. <laughs> nah, 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 By the time he returned, yeah, Robert had starved to death. Yeah, uh, bit of a bummer. Hey, yeah, it fucking sucks. But we heard they the did R him word. dirty, Robert. Robert, Robert. But also, but like by the time we got back to the castle, it would be like, oh man, London. You've been in London this time of the year. London is great. Now I've just, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh <Kevin>. no. <laughs> I'm very surprised that the surname Nixon was around already. <laughs> yeah, in the 1400s. Well, uh, we'll be back next week with uh, I think our Halloween spooktacular episode. Oh.
Don't know why we're doing for that. that word, man. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be spooktastic. Um, <laughs> you really can't say that word, man. <laughs> be spooky duper doo. It'll be spooky. Uh, yeah, we'll be back. Follow us on all that stuff on Twitter and everything on Instagram. Uh, do follow us as individuals as well. Make sure you tell people about this podcast. Share it around. Share it around. We'll get people into it if you like it. Uh, otherwise, we'll be back next week. I'm trying to double our listeners by next episode. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We can do it. you so got to get embroiled in something then. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week. See you then.